0: Today our reading and our study comes from 1 Kings chapters 2 and 3. And we asked you this question at the beginning of service. If if God would grant you any wish that you would have, anything, he would give you anything that you wanted, what would that be? Now, when I was young, in grade school, it probably would have been a gaming system. and That's what I wanted more than anything else, was, was just to be able to play video games. Now, as a parent, I would ask for God to to grow my daughter up, to be strong and healthy, and to have a faith that just overflowed. Now when King Solomon was young, God invited him to do just that, to to ask him for absolutely anything. Let's watch this video and see what happened.
1: David was the king of Israel for many years. His son Solomon was going to be king after him. Before King David died, he gave Solomon some instructions. Be strong and brave, Solomon, David said. Obey God, and you will be successful. God will keep his promise that every king of Israel will come from our family. When David died, Solomon became the king of Israel. One night, God appeared to Solomon in a dream. God said, Solomon, ask for anything that you want, and I will give it to you. a king might have asked to live a long life or to have lots of riches. Solomon could have asked God to give him victory over all his enemies, but Solomon did not ask to be rich or to have a long life. Solomon wanted to be a good king, so he asked for something even better. Solomon prayed, God, I am young, and I do not know very much about being a king. Please make me wise and obedient to you. Help me know the difference between right and wrong. Help me lead your people well. God was happy with Solomon's request. God said, I will give you wisdom. In fact, I will make you more wise and understanding than anyone who has ever lived. No one in the future will ever be as wise as Solomon. God also said, because you asked for wisdom, I will also give you what you did not ask for, long life, riches, and honor. You will be greater than any other king during your lifetime. Then Solomon woke up. He praised God and offered sacrifices to worship him. Solomon was a wise king who wanted to do God's plan. Solomon wasn't perfect, but God had a plan to give his people a greater and wiser king, his son, Jesus. Jesus completely trusted God. Jesus surrendered his own life to die on the cross for our sin.
0: So, the first four verses of chapter 2 describe David's encouragement to his son, Solomon. and. I, I love how David's words to him express his priorities, David's priorities. So he doesn't go around being like, this is, I want to pass on a legacy of my kingdom. He wants to pass along a legacy of his faith. The faith that he has in God, he desires to, to put into the heart of his son. And I, 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 I see and I praise God for all of the moms and dads and grandpas and grandmas and family members that are here today with their children. Because to me, that says that's a priority for you, to raise your child to love God, which is the the best legacy that anybody could ever leave anyone, better than any treasure. So so thank you for your commitment to to your sons and daughters. In chapter three, then, is this amazing moment where God, in a dream, comes to Solomon And this is the only place in Scripture where God says, ask me whatever you want and I'm going to give it to you. What would you wish for? Like, think about what it is that that is in your deepest desire. And Maybe moms and dads, maybe to put a, a different perspective on it, what is it that's lacking in your life that you're starving for more of or some of? That if you had just... A little bit of that you'd have far less worry and anxiety in your life what would that be and Solomon he does something a bit unusual he doesn't ask for anything of, of worldly value he asks for wisdom but not even just wisdom for himself he asks for wisdom so that he can be a blessing to the people under his rule so that other people will be blessed. It's a selfless request. And he he does way better than me because my request would probably be completely selfish. And he says, Lord, I want wisdom so that I can govern your people well. Chapter three, verse nine says this, give your servant therefore an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may be able to discern what is good and evil. For who is able to govern your great people? Solomon's not asking for himself, but to benefit others. Which isn't to say that praying for things for ourselves is is wrong per se, but our sinful, selfish selves can get so focused on ourselves and, and maybe not think to pray for those around us. And in response to Solomon's request, we see this overwhelming, overwhelming generosity of God. Because while God promised to give him that one wish, the one request. And because he answered well, because he answered for wisdom, God says, I'm going to give you even more. I'm going to give you wisdom, but not like wisdom anybody else has. You will be the wisest person in history. And even more, I'm going to give you power. I'm going to give you wealth. I'm going to give you so much that you didn't ask for. And we see here God's incredible giving nature, that God gives and gives and gives. It is impossible for us to outgive God, pouring into our lives. Sometimes maybe we think of God as being restrictive or holding back things that we really desire. But but the opposite couldn't be more true. God is so incredibly giving. In fact, He gives everything. Jesus, He gave up everything living with the Father in heaven to live in the dirt with us. He, he gave up his throne in heaven to be a man who had no home of his own here. He gave up his safety to be able to be capable of death on the cross. He gave up his relationship with the Father when he cried out, Father, why have you forsaken me as he was loaded up with our sin? He gave up his life so that we could live forever with Him. See, God gives more than we could ever ask for. Sometimes it's difficult to see that, though, if we're just living in the moment we just see where we are right here and right now. We, and maybe miss the bigger picture of things. We don't see what's ahead that, that what God might be doing on a greater level. I learned this past week that most people, when driving a car, they look about three to four seconds ahead of them, which just comes to about a couple hundred feet, which isn't a lot of space. It's really a, a tiny bubble. In reality, drivers should be looking 12 seconds ahead to be able to see what, what lights are happening, signals up in front of them, what, what, where people are breaking, where people might be coming into an intersection, to be prepared and ready to have a bigger picture. As Christians, we can have a bigger picture when we keep in mind of Jesus and eternity that he has waiting for us, to have a greater understanding of what God is doing in our lives, to really trust that promise that even when bad things are happening, God promises to use all things to the good of those who love him. That if you are currently in the middle of a struggle and a a place of wanting, God wants you to know it's okay. There is a plan in place. This difficulty that you're experiencing isn't a surprise to me. I'm using it to bring you good. And when you see this bigger picture that we're destined for, the the kingdom of God, the world put right, puts things in perspective. Solomon's wisdom, it didn't come from worldly ways. It didn't come from age, it didn't come from learning, it didn't come from any type of education. It was directly poured out by the Holy Spirit into his life and in, in Christ, We receive the same thing. We receive the wisdom of God. To know Jesus is to know wisdom. Paul writes to the Corinthians, but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. That is poured out into our lives. To know Christ is to know wisdom. To live in Christ is to live wisely. It's to live for others. That's the kind of wisdom that Solomon asked for. Would you pray with me, please? Heavenly Father, you know the desires of our hearts. You know all the things where we feel like life is, is wanting and, and, and needing. God, we pray for not riches, not, not power, not prestige. We pray for wisdom, that you would fill us with your wisdom to be able to discern through difficult circumstances what is your will and give us courage to carry that out. God, I praise you for all the moms and the dads and the family members who are present here this morning. I pray that you fill them with your Holy Spirit and your wisdom, that they may govern their homes wisely, that they would raise their children in you. God, we pray all of this in Jesus' name, amen.